lot of women and men are talking about what they won't do for the opposite sex. It's not surprising that both sides uh, of the aisle, men and women, are saying what they won't do as a married couple, what we thought when we were dating and when we started dating, our thought process have way changed. But I think the missing aspect of this is when you enter a serious relationship, it don't have to be marriage. Mm-hmm. It's like it being in a committed relationship. There's give and take. Agreed. There's some stuff that you're not going to want to do, but you know, you might have to do that if you want to keep your person. Was making it easy for the clean up woman to get my man's love. Oh, yeah. Just making it easy for the clean up woman to get my baby's love. Uh huh. <laughs> yo, 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 it's your boy Marquise. And this is your one only, your favorite Taylor. Welcome back to the You Stuck With Me podcast. You stuck. You stuck with me. Beautiful. How you feeling today? I'm good. How are you? I'm feeling better. I am finally got over all the yuck that was going on with me internally, so uh, I'm definitely in a better space. Getting rid of yuck, yuck, yuck. Exactly. I mean, I'm feeling better, too. I mean, I'm still getting the old people injuries. Not the old people injuries. I'm literally sitting here as, in the brace as we speak. We we're not gonna speak on that. We need we need positivity. Remember, uh, it is positivity. I still got my knees. I'll take that. Good knees. Good knees. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, on this podcast, we're gonna be talking about the cleanup woman. Now, if you guys are familiar with that song, if you don't know this song, that means you're a little bit too young. You under the age of thirty. You're under age of thirty. But if you are at thirty or above the age of thirty. You know what we talking about. Mm. Them good old dusties on su- on Saturday morning to we, clean up. Yep, and you ain't get to sit down until about 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the yep. afternoon. Yeah, we talking about that. So we're going to break down this episode. Basically, on social media, a lot of women and men are talking about what they won't do for the opposite sex. So not only do we have a clean-up woman, we have, if you're a little bit more modern, you're under the age of 30, you know about boyfriend number two. Or like I like to call, the repair men, 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 men. <laughs> <laughs> So, That's yeah. for the '90s babies. Y'all should know who that is. Mm-hmm. So let's let's dive into this conversation. So, Bay, um, I saw this. Uh, I've actually seen this multiple times and from multiple people. So it's it's amazing to me uh, that. Well, actually, I'm not gonna say it. It's amazing to me. It's not surprising that both sides uh, of the aisle, men and women, are saying what they won't do. But I I think right now everybody's living in a this is my current my current state of being or my current thoughts right now because we both know that as a married couple, what we thought when we were dating or when we started dating, our thought process have way changed changed way differently as a married couple. That's true, but um, it's funny that you say that because it brings me to a time I was working one of my old jobs, right? I, I, I remember I told you that mm-hmm. um, we was just on break. This one I was working in a hospital. We was on break and I had FaceTimed you because, you know, I had the moments where I could FaceTime you or whatever like that. And I remember saying, oh, you guys, you have some pretty eyes. 
and all my coworkers was like making fun of me, talking about some, oh, you so corny, you so cheesy, I wouldn't do that, you know. I said, and I told him, I was like, hey, compliment your man, because you might pop up with something that you really want. Two weeks later, I popped up with a engagement ring. I remember that story. <laughs> so when I think of the cleanup woman, I kind of think of that. Like, even though it's not big, grand scale of, oh, I'm not about to go above and beyond and give you the moon, the stars, the rain, the mountains. Mm-hmm. You like that reference there, don't I you? I do. I do. <laughs> you know, it just, just to please you. Mm-hmm. But I think the missing aspect of this is when you enter this relationship, it don't have to be marriage. Mm-hmm. It like it be in a committed relationship. There's give and take. Agreed. There's some stuff that you're not going to want to do, but you know, you might have to do that if you want to keep your person. Agreed. And vice versa. Because one thing that is a constant, no matter if you're married, a committed relationship, or you just started dating, you always have to do the things to get to, the, always do the things that you did to get the person that you're with. That never stops. At all. And it's like that it's cheaper to keep her. It is, <laughs> unless it's you, because you expensive cheap date. I am not expensive cheap <laughs> date. I just like the finer things in life. But you know what? I don't. You know what? Because because our relationship is our relationship. I don't mind. I mean, I don't mind either. Just, I think what makes this work for us because it's a passion there, and mm-hmm. then we make it fun. So when we do, because you know it's about that time now where we have our Christmas com- competition. I guess we can call it that. We always see who can outdo the other person. But it, it's not like a serious, like competitive oh, thing. Oh, no, it's not serious at all. It's, it's just it's, something fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's one of the things that we do to, like, spice up our relationship and, you know, keep it fresh and just keep it us. Yeah. But also, we got to look in a different aspect, too. Sometimes it's not always about the gifts. The things that some... um I'm drawing a blank. Uh, some the other person in the relationship, your significant other may want is probably something that's, that can't be bought in stores. And that could be time. That could be patience, attention, attention, or you know, just a physical touch like yeah. this. <laughs> you know, it could be anything. I'm glad you brought up physical touch because sometimes you don't always realize if you're the one that's given the physical touch, you don't always realize that how great that little significant thing is because it could be the one thing that just brightens up your significant other's day. Yeah, or you might give them something they might not be used to. Exactly. Like, what's one thing that I do that you're not that you weren't used to? The one thing that you do that I initially wasn't used to, I wasn't I wasn't accustomed to being checked up on just to make sure to say, Hey, you good? Do you need anything? Did you eat? Basically, yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And it did. At first, it took me a little bit of time to get used to. But when I really sat down and thought about it, I'm like, I'm I'm really grateful for that because I've never had that before. I think one thing that you do that I'm not used to, it's going to sound really weird since we talked about it before. I was not used to a man consistently opening doors and willing to take out the trash and pump gas. You can actually accredit that to my parents because they actually taught me that. And then I, you know, my parents and my grandparents have been great influences on me. Uh, some things that they taught me stuck with me. Some things I'm like, mm, it's a little outdated. But um, I definitely credit my upbringing with that one. 
Yeah, and I and I'm not used to that. Not to say I don't appreciate it, because for a while it, it was an adjustment to me. Because you know you're used to being by yourself, being like number one independent and stuff like that. You you got to do stuff like that. Like I don't want my house smelling like mm-hmm. this, that, and the third. So I have to take the trash out, or like oh I can't I can't make it to point A from point B on this little thing of gas so i guess i need to get out in the cold and pump the gas you know so stuff like that i wasn't used to but i i greatly appreciate it i'm glad you're doing that you know you're welcome it's my pleasure to do these things for you because you know you deserve it you earned it and uh as your man it's stuff i want to do for you all the things your man can <laughs> you are so silly i just have i'm just full of songs today you're always full of songs but i like it good Cause you stuck, you stuck with it. Do I look like I'm complaining? You bet not. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, to get to you know, stay on the topic. What what we want to speak on in this episode is the fact that a relationship is give and take. It's not all always what you can do for me. It's all about me. This and the third. That's not going to work. And we also want to touch on the our thoughts on the uh, on a relationship being fifty fifty and not in the not in the monetary sense, but everything else outside the money spot. Yeah, because I'm glad you brought that up because it's like one thing I've just been seeing a lot on social media about, you know, I can't be with a man if he can't pay my bills. Or I can't be a woman, I can't be with a woman who don't cook on the regular regular dishware. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. And I'm just like, why is this a thing? I don't know, but uh, I'm glad you brought up that particular uh, instance, the the eating on certain cookware. Me as a man, and I'm just maybe I'm just not a picky person, but I have no issue eating off a uh, paper plate, plastic silverware, you know, plastic cups. Cause are you gonna wash the dishes? <laughs> I like I have I have no issue with that. That's, I'm sorry, it was just your facial expression. I'm, I'm just saying because you like I see guys out here getting mad because they eating off a of paper plate and uh, plastic forks uh, and using paper cups and all that stuff. I'm sitting there looking like you lucky that she made anything for you at all because you sound like a spoiled little brat. Well, I get why the plastic thing may be a situation because first of all, plastic some plastic you can't you should not be putting in the microwave. I feel like you shouldn't put no plastic in the microwave, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's this connotation. Like if you getting a, you eating a gourmet meal off of plastic, that means you were just too lazy to make it. See, I I think it's just basically the way I see it and the way I process stuff. Like I I don't see it like that. Now the only way I have an issue with this is if you bring it to me on the garbage uh, a garbage top. Oh, well, that's a little bit extreme, but <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But a, a, a paper plate or a plastic plate, I'm still gonna eat that. It's the food. If the food is good, I'm gonna eat it. I just feel like in that situation, it's it's not being thought of. Okay, she might be tired from making that meal. Let's just let's just say the wife or the girlfriend cooked that day. Okay, not to sound like stereotypical or whatever like that. We're just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. So let's just say she took like about two hours to make the meal to make sure that it was ready by the time you got home. Mm-hmm. Right? You we not thinking about the in between. It's like she had to go pick up the kids. Mm-hmm. If there's kids involved, excuse me, um, gotta settle down the kids because you know 
they probably like, oh, I'm happy to be home. And they ask her a 50 minute question, like, mommy, mommy, help me with homework, help me with this, can I do this, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you got to babe those kids. Mm-hmm. And then also, let's just take kids out of the equation. What if she still, what if she a homemaker? What if she still got had to do laundry? She had to go run errands, mm-hmm. you know? She ain't had no sleep. It's a lot of factors there. And she probably, and she just probably chose convenience at that point. And see, I don't mind convenience because just like sometimes, let's take our take our household. Sometimes you don't want to wash dishes, which I get it. Sometimes I don't want to wash dishes, which I'm pretty sure you do. But because we need to make sure that the household is being ran and make sure everything's copacetic, we do those things. It's just what you have to do as an adult when you have a home to take care of. Yeah, and then also it, to point out, we both work. Mm-hmm. Like demanding jobs, mm-hmm. right? So... I because I start my day what let's say like about five thirty six o'clock mm-hmm. Monday through Friday so I'm waking up early just to make sure that I get dressed I at least have something to eat you know have time to go get to work so by the time I get home I'll be tired and what I also want to speak on I'm glad you said that is because sometimes in the morning you'll actually get up and wash your dishes in the midst yeah I do in the midst of being <laughs> dressed and get ready for work I call. I call it being superwoman that morning because <laughs> so, I would have washed dishes, cleaned up the kitchen, made my lunch for the day, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. Exactly. So and because I work from home, I'm at home uh, more often than you are. So it only makes sense for me to do what? Get up and cook, cook. dinner. You're right. So when you get home, dinner's for the most part is always ready or at least close to being ready. Because I know when you come home, you're tired, you know, your job didn't wore you out and traffic is bad. At least, you know, because I'm at home and I work from home, I can make it easier for you to make sure that you have a home-cooked meal, make sure that you're, you know, nice, fed, ready, because after you eat, after a long day, you shower and everything, you want to hit the bed. Yes, Lord. (laughs) And, you know, I don't have a problem with that because I know you, like you said, we both work demanding jobs. We we each play a role in the house. And at night, I cook. Sometimes you get up and you will cook. Sometimes you clean. Sometimes I clean. It's a balance. And it's not just, you know, one side is 50-50, you know. And then also, it plays off by strengths. Like, who can do this a little bit more? Like me, I really don't mind washing dishes when I'm up to it. Mm-hmm. And and I think I credit that to my grandma because my grandma grandmother used to always wake me up. Because she used to wake up at, like, let's say 4.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. It don't care if it was a school night or on the weekend. She used to wake up at 4.30 in the morning, just sit up there, make coffee, and watch Matlock. Okay? <laughs> Not Matlock. <laughs> okay? And then after Matlock went off, two episodes of Matlock went off, then Andy Griffin came on. That's That goes to show you how intuitive I was with mm-hmm. that. She used to always say, she used to say, Taylor, you better wash the dishes before you go to sleep or else I'm going to wake you up. Man. I, one oh, time when I was a kid, my my mom used to do that because I used to hate washing dishes. Right, one time I fell asleep. It wasn't intentional. I fell asleep. I was tired. I don't know what. She woke me up at four thirty in the morning. Like, uh, you better wash them blanky blank dishes. Mm-hmm. I don't told you. So yeah. But we we say this to say that there's gonna be times in a relationship where you're gonna have to give and take. It's not gonna be all about you. It's not gonna be all about your significant other. So with that being said, we we gotta also look at where people are in their lives because a lot of people are actually living in a in a life or in a space in their life where they are all about them mm-hmm. which is nothing wrong with that because we've all had that space in our we had that part in our life where we were more concerned about us and we weren't 
you know, looking for anything where we weren't dealing with anybody else. So you actually got, sometimes you got to meet people where they're at. And I think also, too, we always hear situations on social media of, like, someone being mistreated or whatever. What's the first thing we always say? That couldn't have been me. Mm-hmm. Or that person is better than me. Mm-hmm. You know? So we take that same mindset what we see on social media and put in our relationships. You know, we already have this preset um, mindset that, oh, this might happen in my relationship. Let me let me have my guards up now so I can let them, let them know what's what. Well, that's a, I think that's a good thing and a bad thing, and I'm going to tell you why. I think it's a good thing because you're taking someone else's experience and applying it to your own, and especially if it's a good thing that you think will work for your relationship. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. But I also think it could be a bad thing because you could take the bad part of a relationship that is uh, someone else's relationship that has nothing to do with yours. There are no warning signs, no red flags, nothing like that, and now you just interjected something into your relationship that was never there in the first place because you saw something on social media that you took the wrong way. And I was getting ready to say, what if that situation never happens? Exactly. That's that's doubly bad. Right? Mm. And it's funny that you mention that because, you know, I always like to use examples of our life. Mm-hmm. For example, me and you. You were diagnosed with leukemia mm-hmm. early on when we first started dating right mm-hmm. right and there's been plenty of times where you would say i was there for you or whatever like that right we 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 know the story mm-hmm. a lot of I, you wouldn't believe how many women or even men will have said to me like you a good one because it couldn't be me because I, I can't handle i wouldn't be able to handle that i believe it i wholeheartedly believe it you know, so I just find that interesting. And the first thing I find myself saying is, I wouldn't want this to happen to you. <laughs> I wouldn't want it to happen I to anyone. Right, to anyone. Anyone. So by you saying that, it just reminded me, like, dang, like, to, with something some something like that, to me, is just like second nature to me. Like, okay, I love this man. I need to be there for him. Like, what can I do? Like, can I do this? Can I do that? You know, I need to be there as opposed to somebody else like, hey, but you, you know, know, I can't do this. I but, wish you will. Peace. <laughs> but you know what else? We also have to look at this from outside of our relationship because everybody is not built for the type of relationship we have. And just like we're not built for the type of relationship that other people have. So that's why. Yeah, we were built for the type of relationship we developed. <laughs> I, <laughs> We've been winging it. <laughs> I guess I mean let's be honest. Yeah, we, it was, it was a lot of winging going but on. But I think that's just one of those. That's just a testament to our love for each other. Mm-hmm. We were ringing it, and then also, it's just it was one of those situations where we just didn't know our own strength until the situation arised. And I think that with the right person, when you find them, the fifty-fifty conversation, no matter if it's who's taking care of the house, who's picking up the kids, who's spending what, you know, all that stuff, that's not going to really matter because you're going to care so much for that person that you are willing to do the things that you need to do or want to do to, I'm going to stick with need to do to keep them. And then also, too, I feel like over the years, as we get older or, you know, time changes, mindset changes, what you said you wouldn't go do then, you might end up doing now. Exactly. And I think that when you, as you grow, wisdom also sets in. The things that you used to think about, matter of fact, I'm going to give a, a great example. Things that we said we wouldn't do in high school. Okay. 
things we said we wouldn't do in high school, now we find ourselves as married couples, you know, dealing with it. And we're like, okay, I remember I said I wouldn't do this, but you know what? It's not so bad. That's, and that's another thing. The things that you find in your relationship as you grow and as your partner grows, you realize it's not bad. Yeah, because there's been plenty of times I said if I find a man... He gonna have to learn. He gonna have to learn how to split cooking fifty fifty because I'm not gonna be cooking like that. But as you can see, Marquise is well fed. <laughs> Never missing a meal, y'all. Never, Never missing, missing a meal. meal. <laughs> so, and you know, I also said that I would like to have a wife who likes to, you know, do do the ditches more than I do. But you do. Now I'm not gonna say that I don't always do them, but you do them more than I do. But you know how I feel about it. So yeah, but I mean, as I got older, dishes washing dishes have become kind of therapeutic and you know we also talked about this uh doing the ditches to use washing clothes and doing laundry to me true and then you could do anything with some good music oh yeah music definitely helps that's why we sit up here singing these old songs for karaoke <laughs> but yeah we just we just really want to help stress the people those out there who are listening that it's nothing wrong with you, you know, giving and take, give and take with your relationship because it's going to be like that sometimes, and sometimes you're going to have to eat crow. And that's going to be another topic on another episode. And don't be afraid of the clean up, uh, clean up woman coming in your relationship or the repairman man coming to fix them pipes or whatever like that, because the way I see it is, if they can only come around when an opportunity is created. Don't create that opportunity. Don't create the opportunity. I say the best way so you can avoid this is just open communication. Oh, yes. Open communication. And, you know, just talking about just talk about what what do you see in your relationship? Like, what do you want out of it? Also, don't be afraid to check in with each other because we do we suggest it. We do it all the time. Like, hey, babe, you good? Do you need anything? Matter of fact, when we get up in the morning, one of the first things we ask each other how can I be yeah, a service to you? you? We always ask that. Like, Don't matter if we uh, would have got into an argument or something like that, because let's keep it real. Sometimes he get on my nerves. Uh, sometimes I love you and I don't like you. <laughs> but that's one thing we always still manage to do, ask how we can be a service to each other. And, yeah, and you know, it's okay because this happens with us. It's okay to not have anything. If you can't think of anything right there in the moment, that is all quite all right. That don't mean to create something right then and there. Yeah, you don't create anything. Yeah. but it, it will happen naturally. Yeah, and then sometimes I, what I try not to do, I don't try to give it like a laundry list of things. It'll probably be like one, two things at the most. So I try not to give a laundry list, but I think I give him more things than but, he does me. But, you know, when you're trying to be a service to your significant other, you don't mind doing it, especially when it's like, okay, you know, she she or he did this and you know i want to reciprocate i want to make sure that they feel good that they're well taken care of and shout out to the ellis's because that's where we got that concept from and you know what it definitely helped our relationship you know and that's not like to go back to what i was saying earlier in the podcast mm -hmm. you can take what you want from another uh another couple you see it works and you want to apply it to your relationship there's nothing wrong with that you learn from other people that's true and, but and, and I, I, you know, I also like uh, learning from you because the things that you've taught me, I'm like, I'm, I never knew that. I learned some stuff from you. And, you know, I think, I think that's also what makes our relationship grow because there's some things that like we don't know, we didn't know about each other. Like the times that we, you know, mu music is playing and you look at me or I look at you like, what do you know about that? <laughs> what you know about that young blood? I mean, you will never know more music than me because I'm just a musical genius. But anyway... You know what? I'm not going to even argue that. <laughs> I'm not going to even argue that. What, Bay? So, to end this, 
You want to tell them where they can hit us up at? You guys can leave us sticky notes at youstuckwithme at gmail.com. That is U-S-T-U-C-K-W-I-T-M-E at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our Facebook page. You leave us sticky notes there. You stuck with me on Facebook. You can go to YouTube. You can leave us comments if you like the video. You can hit us up on IG. That is You Stuck With Me Podcast. U-S-T-U-C-K-W-I-T-M-E underscore podcast. You can find me on the app form you know on this Twitter and IG, my underscore one, that is M1NE underscore one. And you can find me on the app for me known as Twitter and uh, Twitter as Queen Points and also on IG as Queen Points. That is P-O-No-1-N-T-Z. Again, that is Queen Points, P-O-No-1-N-T-Z. And also, if you want a little bit more behind-the-scenes footage, because, you know, me and Marquise always get into some tomfoolery, you can find us on TikTok. That is Queen Points 22. And also, don't forget, you can find us on YouTube as well. Yeah, you guys, and make sure that if you're on uh, Apple Podcasts, so you go to our YouTube, make sure you guys uh, subscribe, you like, review, rate, all that good stuff, because we like to hear from y'all. If you guys want us to talk about something, let us know. We, we are open to anything that you guys have to say. Most definitely. But this is your one and only and your favorite, Taylor. This is your boy, Marquise. And remember, come back. You stuck with us. You stuck. You stuck with us. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Later.